Hey there, my name is Cole. Me and my buddy Kevin do a live comedy trivia night every Monday and Tuesday at a bar way up in North, North Canada. We say a lot of offensive and dumb things in between the questions, but since the beer is cheap, people keep showing up. And one of them told us that we should record it, and hopefully we become super rich and famous and I can buy a wig. If you like to laugh, learn, and maybe explore your body just a little bit too often, then welcome to Super Fun Time Trivia. Alrighty, welcome everybody to Super Fun Time Trivia Tuesday at the Moose... Holla. Holla at your boy. Holla. If this is your first time here, the way that it works is pretty simple. There are four rounds of trivia. There are three general knowledge rounds and one music round. Uh, the only rule of trivia is there's no cell phones allowed at trivia. If you take your cell phone out during the trivia rounds, we will wipe all of your points off of the board the same way that COVID-19 wiped concerts off of the face of the planet. Right. And old people. Yes. And a lot of unnecessary old people. I'm a lot sadder about the concerts, to be honest. You know what? I just talked shit about it. Now I'm going to get it. <laughs> Stupid. Round one, question one. Nice, easy, low ball question. Make sure everybody gets some points right off the bat. Identify the following corporate tagline. Nothing runs like a blank. Identify the following corporate tagline. Nothing runs like a Blank. Nothing runs like someone being chased by a man with a machete. That's true. Nothing runs like me after I had too much Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> Boards that we're looking for, nothing runs like a deer, John Deere. Yeah, John Deere, surprising. Are you in a mood today? A little bit. You got a feeling going yeah, on? Yeah, I'm having a bit of a bad day. I noticed you have some kind of uh, Christmas Band-Aid on your finger. It's Iron Man. Oh, so, fuck yourself. Is it Iron Man wearing a Santa And that's because I was, uh, I smashed my uh, finger against the medicine cabinet in the bathroom. Doing what? Shaking uh, a can of uh, armpit spray. <laughs> and our bathroom is the size of an airplane washroom, and there's not a lot of room in there. Anything else you want to ask? No, I'm done. You good? Round two question, or sorry, round two. Question number two. Multiple choice question. How tall is U.S. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Is it A, 49, B, 51, or C, 56? How tall is U.S. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Is it A, 49, B, 51, or C, 56? For anyone that doesn't use the good old foot and inch system, I believe that's like probably. 1.9 meters. <laughs> Point 0.7 furlongs. Hands. Is it hands? <laughs> That's horses, I think, right? I wish we still measured people in hands. Yeah, and stone. We still do in Britain. Kidney stones. We're looking for <laughs> B51. B51. There you go. No, not 51 in heels. That woman would not wear heels. She's a sensible woman, and the highest lift she probably gets is in her Birkenstocks. Question number three. Multiple choice question. According to an interview with Alanis Morissette, who is the song Hands Clean about? Is it A, Dave Coulier, B, a music business mentor, or C, Steve Jobs? According to an interview with Alanis Morissette, who is the song Hands Clean about? Is it A, Dave Coulier, B, a music business mentor, or C, Steve Jobs? Uncle Joey. Judge Joey Brown? Yeah. Any relation? Yes. 100%. Same guy. He was Joe White in Full House, but then... <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for 
be a music business mentor. Music yeah. business mentor. I mean, she did write pretty much the album Jagged Little Pill, which is quadruple platinum. Yeah. About Dave Coulier. About Dave Coulier's wiener. This song, however, if you listen to it, is is pretty uh pretty disturbing. It's about her being groomed at age fourteen right. by her music business mentor. And it sounds like such a happy love song, and then you listen to the lyrics, you're like, oh my god. Goodness, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, Turn the off the radio, please. This world is a shitty place. We really did deserve a global pandemic. <laughs> Question number four. True or false? According to historians, Neil Armstrong dropped a bracelet that belonged to his deceased daughter into a crater on the moon. True or false? According to historians, Neil Armstrong dropped a bracelet that belonged to his deceased daughter into a crater on the on the moon. Like, I feel like in the 60s, that probably had a lot of, you know, meaning behind it. But now I'd be like, why would you do that? I just like to imagine, they're like, hey, Neil, that's a really interesting bracelet you got on there. Yeah. Hey, Neil, nice bracelet. It's my dead daughter's. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm so sorry. No, fuck you. You're not getting out of the pod. You get to fly around. That's it. That's <laughs> what happened to that other guy. Boards up. Buzz said nothing. Boards up. We're looking for. That is true. That is true. That is true. Wow, Team Four, literally the only team who believed that. Round of applause, Team Number Four. Because, I mean, it seems crazy. It is crazy. Well, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> well, maybe she'll grow back. <laughs> we don't know anything about the moon. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how things work up here. She does grow back, and then she suffocates to death. Right. Because there's no oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> it worked, but I don't have an extra helmet. My God, what have I done? The humanity. <laughs> the world, the universe is filled with puzzles. <laughs> Question number five. According to the World Health Organization, approximately how many people are killed across the world annually from cancers related to the sun? Is it A, 60,000, B, 120,000, or C, 240,000? According to the World Health Organization, how many people are killed across the world annually from cancers related to the sun? Is it A, 60,000, B, 120,000, or C, 240,000? The main thing to take away from this is you better wear that sunscreen. Yeah, you don't want to end up like looking like a roofer, you know, <laughs> where it's like they're not, they're burgundy. It's <laughs> like, how did you get that color? Did you... Like, live inside of a tan? They can't even... Yeah, it's, every time they have a shower, it sounds like rain falling on a tent. <laughs> <laughs> You're the same color as my mom's favorite purse yeah. and texture. Yeah, exact. What is that, alligator skin now? Bo boards up. Boards up. We're looking for A60,000. A60,000. Yeah, not that many, according to you guys. So we're still good. I mean, 60,000 is still a lot. Well, it's, think about this. Most of the underdeveloped nations, people are not living long enough to die from skin cancer. Well, there's a sad reality. If you'd have <laughs> lived to 12, you probably would have got melanoma, but... Unfortunately. Too bad your dad's not an astronaut who can drop your bracelet into the moon. And grow you back. Question number six. How many soldiers are showing raising the flag over Iwo Jima in the famous photograph and statue? How many soldiers are shown raising the flag over, I'm sure I'm saying this wrong, Iwo Jima in the famous photograph and statue? Did you know that they recreated it for that picture? 
That was recreated. Yeah, like it was probably done. And no, then no, it was, like, yeah, they did it. Then they took it out, and then they staged it again with a bigger flag. They were like, can you put that body, like, the, hey. the hand's kind of distracting. That one with the burned face, if you can roll him over so we don't have to look at him and the atrocities yeah, yeah. of war. If you can kick some of those killed civilians over the other side of the hill. That would be great. That would be really great. And Boards we're, up. We're, we're looking at the cover of time. Boards up. We're looking for... That is six. Six, six soldiers. Yeah. Question number seven. We got another true or false question. True or false. There has been a 20% decline in global animal populations between 1970 and 2014. True or false. There has been a 20% decline in global animal populations over 1970 and 2014. There's been a 140,000 uh, percent increase in dogs and cats, though. Oh, yeah. Nobody listened to Bob Barker at the end of the show. Hey, get your pets spayed or neutered. Let's go. Your little man cat you have, he goes out. He's going to have four trillion babies by the end of the week. Dude, we have a pigeon nest under our deck. And I thought it was really cool at the beginning of, like, May <laughs> when it happened. There's been, like, I don't know what you call them, a litter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's been, like, 20. A litter of pigeons. Just. I actually think it's, it's a garbage non-stop. of pigeons. Boards up. It's, it's literally a garbage of pigeons. Boards up. You're looking for That is false. That is false. False. It's over 60%. Depressing. Yeah, it's worse. Yay. Yippee. We did it. We did it. We fooled them. Question number eight. Podophobia, P-O-D-O-phobia, is a fear of what part of the human body? Podophobia, P-O-D-O-phobia, is a fear of what part of the human body? It's that podium that's hidden inside of all of us. That's weak. You can do better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we all have a hidden podium inside of us all with a speech on it. <laughs> uh, podophobia. Podo. Yep, nope, that was it. See, that was it. That no, weak. you dug it. You dug it. I didn't believe it. There's nothing there. Boards up. We're looking for it is a fear of feet. Fear of feet, foot. Feet, feet, foot. We won't take foot. I'm just kidding. This is like, okay, so say there's 60% of all people are photophobic, uh, then the, the rest of the population would be people who suck toes. You know what I mean? That's it. Because if you don't suck toes, you're just like, get that fucking thing away from me. <laughs> That's me. And Kevin, I want to suck your toes like a lollipop. Question. We're, we're the physical embodiment of column A and column B. Yeah. Question number nine. How many years did it take West Germany to decide on a new national anthem after World War II? How many years did it take West Germany to decide on a new national anthem after World War II? I'll give you a hint. It's between one and ten. Possibly very quick. Yeah. <laughs> we hated Hitler. We always did. That's the new national anthem. <laughs> yeah. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for seven years. Seven years. That seems like a reasonable amount of time after what had gone on. It's like, okay, guy, we got to clean this up <laughs> big time. We got to make sure this one is a total winner. We wrote one after World War I. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work out. We got to change it again. We got to really change this up. Question number 10. Looking at the board right now, team number 10 is in the lead with a totally shit eating five points. You're still in the lead, but God I mean, damn it. You eat shit, but you're <laughs> winning. 
Bunch of teams able to tie it up. Team number seven, thanks for coming, leave. Question 10, in what city was Elizabeth Short, also known as the Black Dahlia, killed in? In what city was Elizabeth Short, also known as the Black Dahlia, killed in? It's apparently the first uh, like great unsolved crime that happened after, I believe, World War One, World War II, Two, probably. I don't, I don't know anything. Uh. I just write the questions. I read the yeah, Wikipedia article. It been, uh, yeah, I think it was like the the fifties. She actually was Martin Short's great grandmother. A lot of people don't know that. Well, that seems impossible. <laughs> why? Not, why? Well, she didn't have any kids because she got killed. Are you sure? Martin yep. Short didn't crawl out of there <laughs> posthumously. We're looking for L.A., Los Angeles. L.A. Yeah. Team number 10 is going to be winning a pitcher of beer from the fine folks at New or at uh, Gateway, Gateway City. City. Brewing. Brewery. Brewery. Brewing. But then their shirts say Gateway City Brewers. And that's why I get so, like, so confused. That's horseshit. We're going to just say whatever the fuck we want. Round two, question one. Multiple choice question. Coming from the Basque region of Spain and France. What is the name of the world's fastest sport? Is it A, David, B, Orest, or C, Hailai? Coming from the Basque region of Spain and France, what is the name of the world's fastest sport? Is it A, David, D-A-H-V-E-E-D? Come, come, David. Yep, just like that. Perfect. B. That's what it's about. Orest. O-R-E-S-T, or C, high lie, J-A-I-A-L-A-I. <laughs> For anybody that's listening to this that is not from Canada, has no idea what the fuck song you're singing. Well, maybe. Like, how big did it get in the States, you think? But everybody in yeah. Canada does know. Yeah, it's awful. Because of CanCon. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Isn't it Starseed? Navid. Isn't it Starseed? No, that's what fucking Neil Armstrong planted with his daughter's bracelet. <laughs> We're looking for C, high lie. C, high lie. That's the sport where they throw the balls like 249 miles per hour. Yeah, out of those... Uh, You've used them as a kid? Yeah, what were they called, though? Track the, ball. The curvy thing? That's why they make them with holes, so that the kids can't kill their friends. So the kids can't die. Yeah, I think Jackass, they went to... A place that does that, and they all got hit with them literally once <laughs> and then quit. That's how Ryan Dunn died. <laughs> Question number two. <laughs> In what year was the Apple II computer introduced? In what year was the Apple II computer introduced? I'm going to give you a hint. It was at some time before the 80s. That narrows it down a little bit. You could type in star... Star slash P Seed. P R zero N <laughs> and look up ASCII characters of breasts. What? It was the first time you That's were. That's insane. I I'm lying. That wasn't a thing that you could oh, do. Oh, because I was close to like Commodore 64. Boards up. Sorry for ruining your joke. Boards up. You're looking for it was June 10th, 1977. 1977. 70 fucking seven, guys. Lots of people guessing around. Everybody a had bit of 76, a, 78. A shotgun blast. Somebody had 71. Question number three. How many people die in the film Jurassic Park? How many people die in the film Jurassic Park? 
I'll give you a hint. One of them says, clever girl. And then he, the velociraptor reaches out with its sexy toe. Yeah, yeah. And strokes his face a little bit. She just wanted him to suck on her giant toenail. He happened to be 70% that did not have a foot fetish. Unfortunate for him. <laughs> split open. That could have been a very different film. Boards up. We're looking for five people. Five people. Five. Less people died in High Lie <laughs> than in Jurassic Park. Uh, so the people that die are the guy that says, Clever Girl. Sam Jackson's arm comes out to comfort that lady, and then she realizes it's off. The guy gets eaten by the T-Rex on the toilet. Dennis gets spit in the face by the... Who? The guy that's like, ah, 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 you didn't say the magic word. Newman. Newman. And then uh, a random dude at the beginning gets eaten by a raptor. So that's the fifth one. That's the one that everybody forgets about. Oh, like, like when they were in crates or something? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, ooh, a glory hole. What if I stuck my wiener in that? I wonder what this is. Oh, no. I don't know. This is what they do on the internet. It seems pretty nice on the other side. Question number four. <laughs> Multiple choice question. This is one of those, like, math questions that maybe some nerds will get and some of them won't. Okay. If uh, you're 160 pounds driving at approximately 70 kilometers an hour, how many tons of force are applied to your body if you are in an accident and not wearing a seatbelt? Is it A, 12 tons of force, B, 240 tons of force, or C, 0.1 tons of force? If you're 160 pounds and driving approximately 70 kilometers an hour, how many tons of force are applied to your body? If you are not wearing a seatbelt, is it A, 12 tons of force, B, 240 tons of force, or C, 0.1 tons of force? Uh, also known as the Paul Walker algorithm. Yes. I would also say that it's important to note that when we're talking about force, we're not talking about the Star Wars version of the force. You don't get Jedi powers. You just turn into a red mist and fly out the windshield. Well, I mean, I don't think seatbelts would have been as well received if when you got in an accident without one, you got <laughs> Jedi powers. Everybody would be like, are you kidding me? It's fucking great. Why the fuck would I wear this? I choked I my dad out. stupid thing. I can't kill my boss with lightning. <laughs> Yeah. Why would I wear this? Boards yeah. up. Boards up. We're looking for a 12 tons of force. A 12 tons of force. 12 tons of force. Question five. True or false? Hong Kong has developed a tear gas flavored ice cream. True or false? Hong Kong has developed a tear gas flavored ice cream. Come get a lick. A what? Tear gas. Delicious. Why are you trying, are you, hi, could, I have a, could my son here have a sample of one of your ice creams? Yeah, this one's called bubblegum. Try it. <laughs> Why is he crying and his mouth is falling apart? <laughs> oh, it was tear gas. I hate you. <laughs> Welcome to Hong Kong. If he wants a sample, why doesn't he just go stand in the street and get one from the police? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay, like what would the purpose of having tear gas flavored ice cream? Think of the jelly bellies. Right. That are like centipede and like and like fart flavored. Boards up. We're looking for that is true. That is true. That is way too ridiculous to be false. You couldn't come up with that. No, I know. You know what I mean? Nobody can except Hong Kong, apparently. What? <laughs> so the original flavor was a mixture of wasabi and mustard with ice cream. And now it's just a light dusting of roasted peppercorns and ice cream. Mmm. It tastes apparently like how tear gas tastes in your mouth. I've never been tear gassed, 
But I would imagine it'd be a lot like that. Like half hot dog, half sushi. <laughs> question number six. Yep. That delicious. Multiple choice question. <laughs> half hot dog. In what year did the first ever Tour de France take place? Was it A, 1903, B, 1912, or C, 1922? In what year did the first ever Tour de France take place? Was it A, 1903, B, 1912, or C, 1922? I like to imagine they had the big, the big wheel bikes. I was just going <laughs> to say to you, I like to imagine the first one, they're all riding penny farthings. Yes. <laughs> which is the big wheel ones, and they're all like, oh, you, and they have, like, the tail tuxedos on, and they're like, oh. And instead of it being, like, hundreds of kilometers, it's just down a block, but it takes the same amount of time because <laughs> they're so slow. One guy's just, like, leaning forward, getting the aerodynamics, going down a hill, just ripping. Boards up. Look at this guy, a real pretzel twister. Boards up. We're looking for A-1903, A-1903. And it was penny farthings. I don't care how many drugs, steroids, or how many cancers you've beat. Winning a Tour de France on a penny farthing takes pure luck. Yeah. It's a roll of the dice. I don't even think they'd invented gears at that point, really. Like, they hadn't what worked... What gears? They hadn't worked this out all the, the gears. This is the gear that changes the small wheel. <laughs> what? Why is there a small wheel in the back? I feel like they should have just gone with unicycles right from the beginning, you know? One tire that works really good. Let's put two together, but not make them the same size. Question number seven. Here's one for all the people that like questions about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Congratulations. According to refinery.com what is the average age of the bachelor over the 20 plus seasons in the television show the bachelor according to refinery what is the average age of the bachelor over the 20 plus seasons of the television show the bachelor the youngest bachelor was 25 the oldest bachelor was 40 so you're going to want to erase the 22 40 year old bachelor 40 year old bachelor and it's fun because uh, all of the contestants, the average age of the contestants yeah, was, is, is like 24. <laughs> hey, 40-year-old uh, bachelor, we're going to put you in a TV show with a bunch of other 40-year-olds. Yeah, but I have $6 million, so why would I do that? Well, then you just, <laughs> hey, watch the meter. The age got lower. Boards up. We're looking for 31. 31. Team one. Rocking the law of averages there. Did you guys guess or did you know? You knew it. You oh, were you like, knew because you've, yeah, you've watched so many episodes that you watch those special episodes where they have, like, facts about it. <laughs> the average age. Well, Steven was 26, and then Andrew, who was season two, was 29. You're just doing this, yeah, long-form math. Question number eight. Approximately how many percent... Did the sales of Red Bush Tea increase after the number one ladies' detective agency books were published? Approximately how many percent, so just 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, did the sales of Red Bush Tea increase after the number one ladies' detective agency books were published? So the reason why I'm asking this question okay. is because <laughs> Rubio's Tea literally almost did not exist on the planet until this guy wrote this book. He wrote this number one ladies detective agency book and then everyone uh, like in North America Rubio's Tea did not exist before this book came out they were like I want to get a couple snacks of this Rubio's Tea yeah yeah I don't care how much it costs I've read a book I'm rich <laughs> I've read a book it has something in it and I'd like it boards up 
boards out. We're looking for 70%. 70% people Jesus guessed. Christ, guys. We're not talking fucking Harry Potter Twilight numbers here. <laughs> All right? The population of the Earth is... Probably tripled since JFK was killed. Somebody wrote a thousand. Uh, one thousand percent. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep, you're right. Literally everyone on the planet has drinking Rubio's tea. Thousand percent. He sold one book. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now it's everywhere. Question nine, multiple choice question. What Shakespeare play? Gave the traditional graduation song Pomp and Circumstance its title. Was it A, Romeo and Juliet, B, Hamlet, or C, Othello? What Shakespeare play gave the traditional graduation song Pomp and Circumstance its title? Was it A, Romeo and Juliet, B, Hamlet, or C, Othello? The line is Pride, Pomp, and Circumstance of Glorious War. But with a British accent. It's a really good string of words, you know? This guy write books? <laughs> this guy got a book with a penny farthing hey. in it I can buy? <laughs> Boards up. We're looking for C, Othello. C, Othello. There you go. Oh, it's a C, but you turned it into a mouth with a tongue I, or a, like a really long urethra dick. Either that or is the guy with the long urethra dick and shark teeth for pubes. <laughs> you never seen that before? I see that all the time. No, personally, I haven't, but I wouldn't be surprised. I looked it up on my Apple II. Hey, you've been to Spain. Looking at the board right now, team number nine and team number ten are tied for first place with six points apiece. Oh, that's great. Team number six and 12 able to tie it up. Team number seven still eating shit. Eating shit, but on an average. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to eat too much shit. I'll get sick. Right. But I still got, I still got a couple... <laughs> More bites in me. <laughs> Question number 10. In what year was the... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine someone at a table having that yeah, actual course. conversation. That's where my brain goes, but some people are trying to... Some people have just been served food. Oh, no. Question 10. In what year was the first ever Academy Award for Best Animated Feature given? In what year was the first ever Academy Award for Best Animated Feature given? It went to one of the greatest films of all time, That's Shrek. Right. Not Goofy Movie, and the only reason no. why Goofy Movie didn't win is because it didn't exist as an award yet. That's because Goofy, no, it's because Goofy used the F word. Fuck? <laughs> I'm actually being serious. Shrek won the first one. So don't write 40s. Boards up. We're looking for 2002. 2002. The theme of tonight's music round is going to be The Truth Is Out There. My good buddy Derek uh, sent me this, this music list. For some reason, every couple weeks, he just keeps sending me these music lists that he made, and it's great because I get paid to do nothing. So it makes me very happy, and his music lists are pretty, pretty good as well. So all the song titles or band names have something to do with outer space in some way, such as Intergalactic by the Beastie Boys. By the Beastie Boys. What are you doing? Well, gonna, I have a song, but I'm just going to text it and then show you. You're going to text me a song? Yeah. I'm not sure you know how... I don't know how any of this works, Cole. <laughs> I'm like in Sino Man. There's something in the back room. Hope it's not the creatures from above. You used to read me stories as if my dreams were boring. 
thanks to this guy, we now know that it's true. Yeah, aliens are true. They did it. Thanks, thanks, Tom. Like, hey, you fucking weirdo. Way to pull it off. <laughs> and that's the thing. If you're rich and weird, you're going to make things happen. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Aliens Exist by Blink-182. Aliens Exist, Blink-182. Uh, one point, Aliens in My Closet. One point, Adam's Song. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically it's a song about someone dying, so maybe they go to heaven, that's another space. And they become an alien. They become an alien, and then Blink-182 right. writes a song about it. If that's what happens after this... Then, man, we got the wrong idea. Question number two. Here's a tune from a classically short man. Nobody hates this guy. That's not true. He ran over a couple of paparazzis with his car one time. Good for him! Those fuckers <laughs> get too close! Well, they might hate him then. They might hate him. They might hate him. Boards up. They're dead. We're looking for Cosmic Girl by Jamiroqua. Cosmic Girl by Jamiroqua. Nice. Question number three. I miss the earth so much. I miss my wife. If anyone gets this wrong, slice their throat? That's what I heard. That's a terrible way to keep customers coming back. Wow. Hey, don't get this wrong. You may have the server that's going to cut your neck. <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Rocket Man by Elton John. Rocket hey. Man by Elton John. Moving right along, everyone gets to live. Congratulations. <sighs> well, no, like... You know, there's some people who didn't get it. Oh. Well, they're dead now, so. Question number four. I didn't notice until you posted that photo today how big my belly is. So. <laughs> Kevin just belly bounced my wrist, which is why it suddenly got so loud. Sorry. Kevin has spent seven years making fun of my belly, and, well, <laughs> looks like that extra 2000 bucks a month from Justin Trudeau has been feeding you pretty well. Pretty good. Non-stop gnocchi. <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Walking on the Moon by the Police. Walking on the Moon by the Police. Question number five. Question five. Here we go. I love the order in which he says those lyrics. Come on and slam. And then after, he welcomes you to the gym. First he gets slammed, yeah. and then he's like, hey, by the way, you're at the Space Jam. Boards up. We're looking for Space Jam by the Quad City DJs. Space Jam, Quad City DJs. Ten, one point. Will Smith, not in the movie. <laughs> Eleven, one point. Twelve. One point, want to give you two, because it's nice to imagine that voice coming from Michael Jordan. 
Only one team getting Quad City DJs, and I find it hard to fucking believe. <laughs> oh, you got a DJ. Oh, shit. They do. Yeah, they totally do. <laughs> you fuckers. That works. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'll take that. You're right. Kevin takes it back. I do take it back. A DJ would know that, annoyingly. <laughs> Play mine. Question number six. This one's for Kevin. I'm going to give a hint to everybody who might not know that style of music. It is not Iron Maiden. Nope. Less downward strokes on the guitar. More noodling. More, well, they are noodlers. They're like Italians. There's a lot of noodles in there. Yeah, well, they have three guitarists. Boards up. <laughs> Boards up. We're looking for I Turned Into a Martian by the Misfits. I Turned Into a Martian by the Damn Misfits. It. I got married to a Martian. It was a fucking 80s or 90s movie. Question seven. Then the loud sound did seem to fight. Came back like a slow voice on a wave of fight. Boards up. We're looking for Starman by David Bowie. Starman by David Bowie. Starman. Uh, yeah, if you haven't seen Starman starring Jeff Bridges. David Bowie probably made love to a Martian. He probably slept with like 11 aliens. <laughs> and only because everybody was just like, he's just a good guy. I don't even care. I don't even, I don't even care for that thing, but I, I'm, I'm going to do, do it. it. Question number eight. Here's one for the dads. Go, dads, go. If you have a child, you might get this right. Or if you like heavy metal. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Space Truckin' by Deep Purple. Space Truckin' by Deep Purple. Yes. Space time. Space dad. Question number eight. This is an easy one for everybody. It's great that one of those two people could be a future president of the United States. Well, with any luck. <laughs> I mean, we're into celebrities now, right? Yeah. We're just like, fuck it. I don't want a politician. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. Wait till Bobcat Goldthwaite becomes president. <laughs> That's going to be the best. That, yeah. will, that will actually be the best. Boards up. We're looking for E.T. by Katy Perry and Kanye West. We'll take either of those two people. Yeah, yeah. Two points. It's E.T., not extraterrestrial. I know what it fucking means. I've seen the movie. You know, oh, I fucking hate this. Fucking, uh, well, then one gets two points. Yeah. I don't even care what you wrote. <laughs> I don't care. After, after that kind of live argument, I don't give a shit. If you wrote Cuba Gooding Jr. in radio, you got Me? two points. <laughs> we don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> Question number nine. Uh, question nine. What was the one that I was going to play? Here we go. It's a pretty difficult one. There's no sense to sit and watch people die. 
the album that, that is off of is Songs in the Key of Love, which is not a real key on a keyboard for anyone uh, interested in music. No. Many musicians have tried to find it. It's like the brown note, but the opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What's the one that can give people boners and wetness? The beige note. <laughs> Boards up. We were looking for Saturn by Stevie Wonder. Michael Bublé was a good guess. Hey, you don't know. <laughs> nope, not Frozen 2. Question number 10. Looking at the board right now, team number three has a lead with 15 points. Question number 10. I'm playing with fucking fire right now. People aren't supposed to be singing, but I look around at the goddamn tables. You guys are trying to ruin my employment. Jesus Christ. The health unit is right there. Don't fucking sing <laughs> at your tables. We're not there yet as a society after all this. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Come Sail Away by Sticks. Come Sail Away by Sticks. Ooh, it's going to burn a lot of asses. <laughs> Eleven, two points, twelve, two points, thirteen, one point. Even though you wrote sticks with the X but not the Y. <laughs> like pixie sticks. Not the river sticks. But the delicious cocaine candy you were given as a child. <laughs> Team number two is getting the win. They're getting a bonus point for the overall. We'll be back in a quick second with the fourth and final round of trivia. <laughs> round four, question one. Which of the following is not a programming language? Is it A, Core Vision, B, Common Lisp, or C, Tasty Coffee? Which of the following is not a programming language? Is it A, Core Vision, C-O-R-V-I-S-I-O-N, B, Common Lisp, the word common and then the thing that I have, or C, Tasty Coffee. That's a lot of S's for a guy. I know. <laughs> for a guy that's got a lisp. The fact that they have an S in the word lisp, that's the test. Yeah, yeah. If you can't say it, you have it. It's like dyslexia. Try to read that if you're dyslexic. Right. Like, wow. Come on. Give him a sack. You know? Why couldn't it be Anna? Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for C, tasty coffee. C, tasty coffee. Yeah, maybe people are thinking Java. Question number two. What was unusual about Tyrell's car in the 1976 Swedish Grand Prix? What was unusual about Tyrell's car, Tyrell is the car company, in the 1976 <laughs> Swedish Grand Prix? Tyrell's not a dude. What's going on with that car, man? That's pretty weird. Tyrell. Tyrell? Tyrell. Like Cyril Sneer mm. from the raccoons. Raccoons versus, I don't know, these tube nose fucking guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's how easy it was to pitch a series back then. Versus Grover without flesh. Yeah. Boards up. Gonzo. Boards up. We're looking for... It had six wheels. It had six wheels. Three wheels. Close. Six got it because it was a question designed for said person. I got I to gotta feed Darren some, you know? I, hey. know, I know? I know what certain people like. I got to feed them their questions. Question number three, true or false? 
The inventor of the theremin also invented the Rhythmicon, the world's first drum machine. True or false, the inventor of the theremin also invented the Rhythmicon, the world's first drum machine. This guy must have been laughed off every planet. You know what I mean? You don't just... No, that's ridiculous. He was Russian, so they were like, there's no time for music. Stop making these toys. I take your hands and I smash with rhythm, Con. I didn't realize you were... You're better at a Russian accent than you are at a Spanish one. I'm better at a Russian accent than I am at a Canadian accent. That's true. Boards up. Boards up. That is true. That is true. Yeah, first he made a crazy space violin, and then he just made something that went boots and cats over and over. Question four. Multiple choice question. Who is the cover athlete of the video game NBA Live 99? Was it A, Antoine Walker, B, James Harden, or C, Paul George? Who is the cover athlete of the video game NBA Live 99? Is it A, Antoine Walker, B, James Harden, or C, Paul George? I'm going to give you a hint. Two of those people are current NBA players, and one of them I don't think is a current NBA player anymore because if he was on the cover at 99, he's right. probably retired. Like if they would they do a 2K11 or a you know yeah. an ele- NBA 11, you know, minute both legs. <laughs> Just his, like, legs. The whole cover is just his... And his shins. <laughs> just a shin bone and the top of his shoes. Because, uh, well, you wouldn't even be able to tell. Boards up. His shins and his thighs were the same. Boards up. We're looking for A. Antoine Walker. A. Antoine Walker. All right. Good stuff. That was a sports question. Sports. Late, late sports. Question number five. How many colors did philosopher Aristotle believe that there were in a rainbow? How many colors did philosopher Aristotle believe there were in a rainbow? I'll give you a hint. It's fewer than the seven colors that we know are in a rainbow today. Right. He was colorblind, so he's like, it's just orange and green, mostly. I don't know what you guys are looking at. I'm pretty much looking at black and red. (laughs) And my dog agrees. He agrees. Yeah. I've been eating a lot of these mushrooms I found in the woods. Boards up. (laughs) Boards up. We're looking for three colors. Three colors. Red, green, and violet. I love that violet was one of them, you know? Question six. In the 1977 film, The Eagle Has Landed, what political figure is the target of a kidnapping plot? In the 1977 film, The Eagle Has Landed, what political figure is the target of a kidnapping plot. So the idea of the film is it's near the end of the war. Hitler's starting to get crazier and crazier ideas, and he's like, well, what if you kidnapped this guy? Right. And they're like, well, you've already done meth, sir, so I think anything at this point would be good enough. If you wrote Hitler, you're incorrect. Because it's, again, the plot is that Hitler convinces them to do something. So to go back in time and kidnap Hitler so he can have more Hitlers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Boards up. I want to be born with ball rage. We're looking for Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. Churchill. Team number eight wrote Taken. Right. Which that is... Different movie. Same premise. Yeah. Imagine your daughter's name was Winston Churchill. Team number three, the only one to get that, getting Winston Churchill's cigar-smoked asshole. Question number seven. 
Who is the subject of almost 100 Rembrandt paintings, drawings, and etchings? Who is the subject of almost 100 Rembrandt paintings, drawings, and etchings? Now, a lot of people don't know this, but the artist Rembrandt is actually the lead singer of the band, the Rembrandts, that do this song. Uh, Friends. Friends, yeah. Yeah. Huh. And his Aunt Jane Rembrandt is the guitarist. Okay. Steven Rembrandt is the drummer. Okay. And Remy Ram Rembrandt is the bassist. Gross name. It's almost like they ran out of ideas. Yeah, you could be Remy Ram Rembrandt. Okay, <laughs> good. Yeah, we're good. No, I don't like that name. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so let's uh, get rehearsal started. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Rembrandt. We're looking for Rembrandt himself. Yeah. That was my hint, Remy Ram Rembrandt. I was hoping you would... Oh, pick up on that. Pick up on that little nugget. What about myself? Everyone is ugly except for me. (laughs) I think I'll draw myself. Somebody wrote Mona Lisa. That was a weird guess. Question eight. Terrible guess. Multiple choice question. With regards to Greek mythology, who did Hippomenes defeat in a foot race, making her his wife? Was it A, Heroclates, B, Atalanta, or C, Sepata? With regards to Greek mythology, who did Hippomenes defeat in a foot race, making her his wife? Was it A, Heroclates, B, Atalanta, or C, Sepata? So he was like, hey, baby, you look pretty nice. If I can run faster than you, we're going to get married. And she was like, buddy, hey, I'm pretty fucking fast. I'm pretty quick. And also, you're creepy as shit. Yeah. I don't even know why I would agree to this. But then she was like, okay, obviously, if I don't do this, I'll be killed. (laughs) So, yeah. They're going to throw rocks at me, so yeah, I guess we'll race. And then he cheated by eating a golden apple to get super fast. Classic dude. It's like a monster energy drink. Yeah. Boards up. (laughs) Boards up. We're looking for B, Atalanta. B, Atalanta. That's why you always got to, if you make a bet about doing anything physical, always say no monster energy drinks allowed. Yeah, no energy drinks. Mm -mm. I've seen the commercials. I know what they do. (laughs) They make you get a tattoo of their logo (laughs) on your chest. (laughs) And I don't want to do that. Question number nine. Tanukis in Japanese folklore are raccoon-type creatures associated with wealth. They are often depicted with surprisingly large what type of body part? Tanukis in Japanese folklore are raccoon-type creatures associated with wealth. They are often depicted with surprisingly large what? Is it big ears? Is it big eyes? Is it big nose? Is it big mouth? Big nipples. Large nipples. Big old Mike and Ike. Giant nipples. Long bird perches. <laughs> Giant tubes. When you want a loan, you got to go and just give it a flick up and down. It's like running Stimpy's nipples. Yeah. That's how they introduce each other. They just <laughs> shake their nipples. Hey, how are you? That's <laughs> where they got the idea for pool noodles because they could always float. Boards up. They got big old balls. Testicles. Giant testicles. Nice. You guys have been looking up that weird porn again, haven't you? Yeah. I've seen a Tanuki suit in Super Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. What is this? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, no. The last thing the Goomba sees before Mario lands on them is his big balls. Yeah, just giant nuts. Question 10. Looking at the board right now, team number one is going to be getting the round and the gift card for 
10 bucks from the good peeps at the Moose. Woo! And uh, everybody else has pretty much completely given up. You've sucked the Tanuki's testicles, and you've ended your day. Question 10. In what year did Pierre Trudeau become the 15th Prime Minister of Canada? In what year did Pierre Trudeau become the 15th Prime Minister of Canada? That makes you realize how, like, young Canada is as, a, as like, a country. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. I like know. Other countries, like Spain or anything else, are like, yeah, this is our 40,000th king. We stopped counting. Well, they're still the monarchy, though. How many kings do you think there are on the moon right now? Honestly? Yes. Twelve. It's just all those little girls fighting each other constantly. Boards up. We're looking for... It was 1968. 1968. Anybody that wrote 69, I also gave you a point, because nice. Right. A lot of people don't know that that's uh, actually Pierre Trudeau's favorite move. It is. The standing 69. That's yeah, how Justin old, was made. Yeah, the old 69er. Just inching out a win overall with 22 points is team number six. A round of applause, team number six. Proving that those bonus points you get in the round can make all of the difference. They're going to be getting a $15 gift certificate from the fine folks at the Moose. Before everybody takes off tonight, I just want to thank you guys for coming out and supporting live entertainment at the Moose. It wouldn't be the same if me and Kevin making fun of each other up here. Super Fun Time Trivia is recorded every week live in front of an uncaring audience. It's also edited slightly to make it a little bit easier on your ears. You can catch past and future episodes wherever you find your podcast. And if you enjoyed it, please rate it and review it on iTunes and every other available place. It would mean a lot to us to help us get this bad boy off the ground. And if you hated it, please send us scathing hate mail or tasteful news of your grandparents to superfuntimetrivia at gmail.com. If you have an idea for a question or a music round, send it to that same email. We might use it on the show, and if we do, you'll get your name said on the internet. And won't you just be the coolest person in the whole world? Thanks again for listening, and as always, I'm sorry, Mom.